Hey there, welcome Pittsburgh Steelers fans to the, fans to the round four round table here on BehindTheSealCurtain.com. I'm Chris, I got Tate, I got Shannon, and I got Britsburg going with me. How are you fellas doing? Doing great. Doing pretty good, man, thanks. Fantastic. Fantastic. The Steelers are doubling down on receivers. Uh, made their fourth round pick. Uh, Calvin Austin, uh, the third out of the great um, College of Memphis, is your uh, pick. 43240. Uh, he's a pretty fast guy. He's 5'8. They're expecting him to be a slot receiver. Expecting him to contribute uh, in the return game uh, as well, possibly. Uh, Tate, let's start with you. What's your take on this? Uh, man, I felt I felt like they probably double dip at receiver at some point. I didn't know that I expected to be in the fourth round. I guess they figured the value for Austin was just there. I mean, he was a he was a combine freak, right? And I mean, now they have their they have their four wide set. I, I, I think it's a good pick. Uh, Shane, yeah, I agree. I was they had to double dip, and yesterday they got George Pickens, so they got the 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 size and the speed on the outside. They still needed a slot, so they got it with uh, CA three, I guess we could say, and Calvin <laughs> Austin the third. But uh, excellent speed. He's short, but he's stocky. So mm-hmm. unlike Deontay Johnson, I think he can play in the slot. And that way you can leave Deontay alone and let him do what he does. And so I think it was an excellent pick. A really good value where they got him. Was Darren Beaver still out there? I, b- I believe he was. I haven't seen him picked yet. Uh, that was another guy I was wanting him to target in this round. But uh, Austin, it was an excellent pick. Oh, and how about you? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with the pick. I think a speedy guy is something we need. Slot receiver is something we need. Uh, I'm not surprised at all they took a wide receiver because we do need to add to our wide receiver room. Uh, the only other position, I think, like Shannon was saying, is the only other position I would have wanted them to look at maybe was cornerback. Uh, I think we're still light there. Tariq Woolen would have been okay. But no, really happy with Calvin Austin the third. Even though he is quite a small guy, I think he'll, he'll, he'll make an impact next year. Yeah, I was really surprised they went receiver uh, just because of... You know, cornerback seems to be a need. Um, I don't think safety they had to dress in the fourth round, but that was something that um, I thought they may go to. Um, do you guys think Austin is worth the fourth round pick with some of the other needs they had? I'm with I'm with I'm with Owen. I think I I, I kind of have my eye on on Woolen, the six four cornerback from University of Texas San Antonio. I was I was hoping for him, but when they when I saw the pick with Austin, I was I was okay with it. Do you think that they might have taken Austin because they may have been interested in some of the cornerbacks that have already have gone earlier in this round, like Art Jalen Armour Davis, for example, who went earlier? He was a promising target, maybe. Yeah, I think that's quite possible too, because obviously a lot of these guys you have to look at where you can get them and where's the best place to get them to. Um, Shane, are you okay with him going fourth round, or do you wish they maybe they addressed another position first? I know you said you liked him, but uh, do you think he went in the right place looking at the other Steeler needs? Yeah, I think he did, because I had a fourth round grade on him. Okay. Uh, 
And well, they had to have a slot because you know they're talking about moving Claypool in the slot, and they'll give Fryermuth some some snaps in the slot as well. But you have to look at the value, and Austin in that Matt Canada offense, he's going to be very versatile. They can use him in a lot of different roles. Put him in the backfield. Put him in the slot. Um, when you throw in the fact that with him and Gunner, they're going to have some really good kick returners. I think he was an excellent value. So I think the quarterback, to me, the Steelers are already about where they were last year to start the year because Hayden was not the same even prior to his injury. And I think by bringing Wallace in, they're, they're in pretty good shape at corner, and they want to get younger. But I'll be honest, I have no faith in the Steelers to develop a mid-round quarterback because they just haven't shown that they can do it. So I like it when they go the free agent round at corner myself. Um, I'll leave this open to any of you guys. Um, let's look at the depth chart um, after this pick. I mean, you've got DJ, you've got Claypool, uh, George Pickens. Are, are you guys all slotting him in the fourth spot if we had to start the season tomorrow? I uh, think – no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, well, I, was, I, I, I was just going to say I think – it, it, it makes me wonder how, how, how they feel about uh, the kid they got from the play for you play for Chicago. Miller. Yeah, Miller. Anthony Miller. Yeah. It, ma- it, make, it makes me wonder what they feel about him um, because, you know, he, he's a small guy like Austin in stature also and kind of, you know, kind of the kind of the, the smaller slot receiver. So with this pick of Austin makes me have to wonder where, where Miller stands in that just in that room. Well, and you look at it too, um, you know, they also got Miles Boykin, and a lot of people are saying, hey, not just he brings potential receiver, but he's a good special teamers, which, you know, you can never have to, enough special teamers. Um, I know it depends on what the roster looks like, but, you know, I would see them keeping five, six, uh, probably seventh to very most, but probably five or six. So you've got your wide receiver, wide receiver room up right now. Oh, uh-huh. I think so. They got Gunner was an all pro for the Patriots two years ago. Yeah. He doesn't offer really anything as a receiver. They've talked about him being a kind of a jack of all trades, you know, moving around uh, in Canada's offense, but that's not been his past history where Austin, I think it should be a smooth transition. So, one of these guys probably isn't making the club. They, right. you know, they might end up on the practice squad as in shorts. And, uh, you know, I'm fine with that. I mean, give these guys like Boykin a chance to come in. You know, he's really good gunner on special teams. But we'll have to see what he can do. But the Steelers' receiver core was bare. And now they've got an abundance. So I'll take that, and then we can go from there once training camp starts. Yeah, I mean, with the seven guys we're talking about, you would think, and hey, let's let them compete. That's what training camp's for and everything else. Mm-hmm. But you would think if they only keep six, I mean, I know Gunner's not your prototypical receiver, but he might have that slot on the roster. I mean, Miller might be your odd guy out right now, which I wouldn't have expected to say, you know, going into the draft. Very interesting. Did they ever activate him yet last year, though? He was on yeah. the practice squad the whole season. He basically. played. He played. He, he played. He had a couple one games. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they didn't utilize him much. Even after Juju went down, they went with Ray Ray, who could get open quick, which they had to do last year. 
But Ray Ray was not, you know, an, uh, a great receiver by any uh, part of the imagination. And so they ended up having to use him uh, where I thought Anthony Miller was more proven and more accomplished in Chicago, but they never even really used him much. So I don't believe they have as much faith in Anthony Miller as a lot of people do. Okay. Let's just ask this question. Uh, there were some rumors about this before the draft. Uh, some people said, hey, Deontay Johnson might get traded. Uh, Claypool might get traded. I know those rumors were more of, hey, maybe they'll get traded for a first-round pick or a second-round pick. Uh, do you think those rumors are dispelled now, or do you think that might even be an option as we continue the offseason, seeing one of those guys get traded? I wouldn't want to. I, I don't think they should trade either. Now I think it's too late. I think if it's Deontay, if you've got a first round pick this year, fair enough. Um, Chase, I, I think Chase Claypool, he's had one bad year out of two. You know, we've got to give him that third year. I think to, a chance to come back. I think potentially now you've got a quarterback, whether it's Trubisky, whether it's Pickett, who can throw that slightly longer ball than Ben could last year. It's going to give Chase a, a chance to really thrive this year. So. I think Chase will have a bigger year this year. So, no, I wouldn't trade either of them. Not at this stage now. I think it would be a waste. I like that about the draft picks. They seem to bring a little bit more speed, uh, definitely, than even Claypool and uh, DJ did. And I think that's really going to help the Steelers' offense as well. Um, let's talk, and then we're wrapping up round four. But where do you think the Steelers go next after the move that they made? Hey, well, I had a fifth-round pick. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kip. Thanks, man. I, I know I was just gonna say b- b- before we go into that. It's like to say about the receivers. I think another component might be, uh, you know, the blocking aspect. Miles Boykin is, a, is an excellent blocker. George Pickens for a kid coming out of college is an excellent blocker, and we're really gonna be leaning in the run game. I believe Chase Claypool can be physical because he's a big guy, right? So with Boykins, Claypool, Pickens, I think we want receivers too. They also add that blocking component. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Tate, I, I hear what you're saying, but, you know, it's interesting. Going into the draft, when Anthony Miller may have been your third receiver, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, they're going to just run. It might be like Ben's rookie year where uh, they rely on the run game and, you know, maybe pick it throw. If he's your starter, he throws 15 passes a game. But with the guys they added, I mean, I don't think this is going to be a run-and-shoot team, but do you think – it's possible that they could have more of a balance this year than having to rely on the run game. I mean, they picked up some playmakers in the draft. I think that they're looking at, like we were talking about, probably some two tight end sets. Um, And I think they're going to do a lot of um, snaps from center and play action. And they're wanting to get these guys that can make the plays down the field. Because if they can run the ball, if that it's all going to predicate on the offensive line. If the offensive line can you know, generate a running game and give the quarterback more than two seconds to set up and scan the field and try to get the ball down the field, uh, yeah, I think we're, they're looking at a totally different offense than the Dink and Duck from last year. Yeah. Great point made in the chat. Someone's talking about the versatility, and I think they've really done that, you know, throughout the draft. I mean, I think you got guys who can play uh, different positions. you got fast guys, and I think that may have been a criticism of the Steelers in years past, so I'm excited to see they're um, addressing that. Um, where would you guys go next in terms of the draft? Uh, position-wise, I, I know it's kind of a crapshoot. forgot exactly who might be there, but where would you go position-wise next? I think maybe we go cornerback or maybe even we get a running back to back Najee up someone if they're available later on like 
I don't know, Ty Chandler, if he's still available. I'm not sure if he's still available. He's quite quick. Uh, somebody who's a change of pace back because we can't just, we cannot keep using Najee like we like we have done last year. 381 touches, was it? I think we'll just end up running him into the ground. And as we saw at the end of the season, when he was injured in the Baltimore game, he was then ineffective in the Kansas City game because he wasn't fully fit. So I think perhaps running back or cornerback. Okay. Uh, Tate, what about you? I think I think whatever direction we go in, in the fifth round, it'll be obviously I think it'll be a, a developmental player. Um, personally, I, I like the running back pick. If, if it's a running back, it won't be developmental. He he could get some action right away. But I'm thinking more if if it's a corner or or maybe all offensive tackle. I think we might need one more developmental offensive tackle just to add to the group. Mm. Uh Shan. Yeah, I agree with the tackle. Uh, Angle. I don't know if he's been taken yet, but there's a tackle out of Wake Forest. Uh, some Zach uh, Tom. Have, Zach Tom. Yes, some people had him listed as a center because he's versatile. But I think he'll be a tackle. Uh, great feet. Uh, can mirror, you know, really fast and quick twitch pass rushers. He needs a little work on his run blocking, but that's a guy that would be a great pick. But they don't have a fifth round pick, which yeah. I don't know if he'll make it to the sixth. But right. like Kevin said, you know, everybody that they're picking now from now on really is a project guy with potential. And, man, if they could get Tom, like they traded back into the fifth round last year to get Loudermilk, I think Tom might be worth trading back in for. It. But um, And there's some other guys. I don't know the cornerbacks as well because I'm not good at evaluating at corner. But uh, that would be the two positions or – say a running back like Abram Smith out of Baylor, mm. uh, who kind of reminds you of Harris. So if Harris did leave, you know, he's not going to be a change of pace, but he could do a good impersonation of Najee Harris. So we'll just have to see what's there. Yeah, it would be good to say I, those positions we're talking about, like a tackle or a backup running back or corner, yeah, those still need to be addressed. I'm wondering who might be available in free agency and if that will help them guide their decisions. Like, if there's a veteran running back, you can make the backup. You might need, not need a running back in the draft. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the conversations were beforehand. Uh, I've seen a lot of people say that free agency market's going to heat up right after the draft. So I'm wondering if some of these uh, guys, as soon as have been talked with, uh, you know, they may go back after them, depending on who they get or they don't get in the draft. Uh, let's close out like this. Uh, first of all, let's go around the room and uh, see what we would grade this pick. And then we're going to grade the whole draft so far. So, um, Owen, uh, first of all, how would you grade this particular pick that we're talking about today? Um, I like. I know I do like the pick. I think it's a decent pick. Um, answers the slot. He's fast. He's quick. So, B plus probably. Um, draft over. Do you want the draft overall now, or I'd go. I'm really pleased. With, um, pick it. I was someone who, in, when I first heard the picket pick in round one, I was a bit like, oh. I was a bit disappointed <laughs> in it. Um, I was just, I was a bit flat. Actually, I thought we'd go for someone else. I thought we had better needs. So, but I, he's grown on me a lot more. So overall draft, I'd say A so far. I think we've, I think we've had a really good draft, I think, so far. Great. Uh, Tate, how about you? Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with Owen, man. I mean, uh, pretty much exactly the same sentiments. Um, the, the Calvin Austin pick, I feel like, you know, we knew we were going to double dip at some point. We just did it a little earlier than expected with the fourth round pick. But he's a great pick. I mean, well, he's like he's four, four three two speedy, right? And he's a, he's that little jitterbug piece. I believe that Canada needs with his offense. I mean, to just 
to move all over the place and manipulate things and coverage and stuff like that. So that pick, I probably would also give a B plus. I, I do like it. It's not there weren't too many guys on the board that I would have took over him at this point. So I like that. The overall draft, um, same thing as Owen said. I was, you know, and I think the anticipation, like all the talk, we were thinking. I think a lot of us were thinking, especially at that point in the draft, we're thinking Malik Willis. And then when Malik Willis' name wasn't said, I was just thinking, envisioning all the things that he could potentially do. But then as, as, as I looked at picking and thought about it more that night and the next day, I'm like, man, we got, I think we got a really good quarterback. So I think it was a really good pick. I mean, you know, I see, I see a lot of the comparisons, the card to Tony Romo and even a little bit of Joe Burrow and Kenny Pickens. So I really like that pick in the overall draft. I mean, I think Pickens was a, a great pickup. He's first round talent in the second round only because of injury. And then Delil was a, was was projected to be first round in last year's draft coming into this year. So we we got we got good players overall. I probably would give us a solid A. I think we addressed all the needs. We, we we're two receivers down. We got them both. We got a defensive line young guy to get in there and mix in there, and we got our quarterback. So I would give us a. Okay, Shane. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much agree with everybody else on this one. Um, I think that Austin. For his versatility, what he his speed, the what he brings, uh, I'm getting ready to have to go do a grade the pick article on him, and it's either going to be uh, a B plus or an A, and I've not decided yet. I got to do a little more research, but uh, I'm I'm really I like the pick. I said we had to get two receivers because I don't like what's out there in the free agent market, so I'm I'm happy with who they got. Uh, and I understand the reasoning behind both picks. Uh, Liao is a very talented. Uh, there's some question marks there uh, about his motor at times and uh, work ethic. So depending on what you get, if he puts on, you know, 20 pounds uh, and turns into a complete three, four in for the Steelers, which I think he can, then that pick, I give a B grade yesterday, but I think it could go up. But overall, uh, I think it's been a B plus uh, draft so far for the Steelers. Uh, I think they've they filled needs, but they've also got you know quality players at that position that I don't think they've reached, which is what you don't want to do. So you know, this far, I'd say it's been a B plus draft. Yeah, I've got some more sentiments, um, Austin. I'll admit, I don't know too much about him, but I love the fact he's a burner. I love the fact he's a speedster. I'm hoping, and um, can he catch well? I mean, is there any concerns about his hands? Any of you guys? I think he has decent hands from everything mm -hmm. I've read. Okay, um, because you need your slot guy to be able to catch the ball. I mean, sometimes uh, Sears have had problems with that in the past. So if he can catch the ball, if he can provide a speed element, I'm fine with that. I, I agree with you guys. They, they definitely needed to double up. Overall, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the draft so far. You don't know until the draft happens. And I'll talk about this in the podcast I have uh, in a few days. Um you know, these quarterbacks fell so far. And you always think, man, what would happen if you waited to pick 52 to draft a quarterback? Well, the students didn't know that. And it was clear that Pickett was their number one guy. I think they were shocked that Pickett fell as far as 20. And if he's their guy, and obviously they need a quarterback, you got to pick him where you picked him. So overall, I think it's A-. minus. I want to see how these guys do in the field, but very promising. And I, I feel good about what's to come. 
So, all right. Well, thanks everybody for checking us out here on Behind the Steel Curtain, our round four roundtable. Um, we'll be back after the round six pick, and it'll be interesting to see where the Steelers go from there. Uh, for Owen and Tate and Shannon, this is Chris. Thanks for checking us out. Y'all have a great when day. I know that it can never really be the same. How could I move forward when I keep looking back? I'm just standing still How can I fight this obsession?